in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. So I think I would need... Oh, sorry. That was a lip smack, but it was just me trying to suck the saliva back into my mouth. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. Episode 12. I want to touch base on a hot button topic. Is it though? Topping from the bottom. And is there ever a time that it's okay to top from the bottom? Before we delve into that, let's talk a little bit about housekeeping. Let's talk about Owl. Owl is a new app. I will be online and available for phone calls. Owl is going to be a great avenue for you to connect with me via phone. If you have questions about female-led relationships or just want to chat about a struggle that you're going through in your relationship, or if you just want to chat, I will put out there, this is not a phone sex operation and any calls of that nature will be shut down rather quickly. This app is not meant for that. This is more of a way for me to connect with you one-on-one. You just download the app. I'll put the information in my show notes so you can connect with me if you're interested. Topic at hand. I don't know that there was anything else housekeeping other than fuck, I hope we get in our camper soon because I don't know if you'll be able to hear this or not, but it is fucking noisy in this apartment. And that's Christine's camping podcast, Christine's life update podcast. I don't fucking know. Anyway, topping from the bottom. So before I get into this, let's refresh. We have had, I've done an episode in the past about different levels of a female-led relationship. There can be a female-led relationship that 
the woman has control of minimal. Like looking at it from the outside, it would maybe just look like a traditional relationship and that the husband is just quite attentive to their wife. You could take it a step further and the wife is in control of all the finances and a majority of life decisions, things like that. And then we've also discussed like there is hardcore FLR where everything is in the wife's name. The husband's name isn't even on there. I believe there was something that I read when I did that episode that they go as far as the wife gets a power of attorney for the husband. So he literally has no control. That is not for me. However, if that's your jam, go for it. I would just make sure that your communication and foundation is strong because that gives me an icky feeling. But maybe I've been fucked over one too many times and I'm just a little bit cautious. Those are kind of just a, I mean, that is a very simple breakdown of the different levels of FLR. I mean, obviously... I kind of don't even like to break it down into levels because this relationship is your own. You make it your own and you can take bits and pieces from each level to make it what you want it. I just had a conversation. Well, it was actually an interview. That episode will be coming soon, but we were talking about the different kinds of female-led relationships and how sometimes people automatically hear a female-led relationship and they assume leather-clad dominatrix or that a female-led relationship automatically means cuckolding, which it absolutely does not. At its core, a female-led relationship is whatever you make it. It The, the BDSM part of it does not have to be part of a female-led relationship. Cuckolding, chastity, pegging, all of those are just additions to your dynamic. And it certainly doesn't have to be called a female-led relationship. You can call it a female-centered relationship. And for fuck's sakes, you don't have to call it anything. Just live your life and do what makes you happy. Okay, stepping down from the soapbox now. Tapping from the bottom. So my subby and I actually were having a discussion about this via FaceTime last night, in fact. And, you know, he said, are there times where it's appropriate for me to tap from the bottom? And the more we discussed it, and maybe we don't call it topping from the bottom, but if there's a situation where the dominant of the, well, obviously the female in the female-led relationship has control of everything and things are going south financially, say, we'll just use that example first, financially, maybe it's a little bit too much and she just can't handle it. It's a little too overwhelming. Maybe spending has gotten out of control or, I mean, there could be a number of factors that go into this. And I feel like maybe women in this dynamic feel like if they don't handle everything, it's not really a female-led relationship. I 100% disagree. You are in charge. So in our situation, say I was in control of the money and Okay, well, let me use a real life example. We are not rich by any means. I'm a little bit maybe more conscious. I am an impulsive buyer. I will say that. I don't generally, I mean, I don't have designer anything really just because I can't, I just can't bring myself to do it. But here is a struggle that we have in our dynamic specifically. He very much wants to spoil me. Like if I even hint that I want something, he's figuring out a way that he can buy it. 
here's the problem with that. Sometimes I think I want something and then I think on it for a couple weeks and then I realize I don't really want it or I don't really need it. Probably more of that. I probably don't need it, but then I kind of also lose the interest in it and don't really want it anymore either. But by that point, my subby has figured out a way to make it happen and I maybe don't express myself. And then I end up with the thing that I thought I really wanted and I didn't really want or need. I can give you a specific example. When we lived in our house, I was on this kick. thought I was going to juice. Juicing is the coolest thing, right? It's so healthy. I had to have a juicer. Fucking had to have a juicer. Well, my subby made it happen. It just so happened it was around my birthday too. So for my birthday, I got this juicer. I never used it one single time. Not one time. It never had any type of vegetable, anything go through it. Brand fucking new. (laughs) Never used it once. So that's an area where we could probably work on communication a little bit better because I will think that I want something, something new, hip, trendy, whatever. And then I give it some more thought and I realize at the end of the day, I'm not going to fucking use it. But my subby who aims to please has already been to the store and purchased the thing. Now, financially, this could be I mean, he's very good with money. He's been at rock bottom and worked very hard to get himself back up. So he's very conscious. He obviously, he's not out buying me things to spoil me if we can't eat. Part of our dynamic is before he purchases anything, he asks me. I mean, he even asks me to buy a snack on his way home. The only thing that I don't require permission for is if he needs something for work. So if he's going to the local Menards or you know, whatever Home Depot or even just a hardware store, whatever. If he needs something for work, he doesn't have to text me. He knows what he needs and he's frugal with what he needs. He buys what he needs and doesn't get excessive with that. He's only excessive when it comes to me. And while I appreciate that, it probably does not help the checkbook much. That was maybe a bad example of should my subby top from the bottom because that's really not... I mean, that's kind of a mutual thing. Like he listens to what I say, I'm impulsive, and then he wants to make me happy. So he goes and does the thing. This could kind of lead into, you know, if your dominant partner has an issue with substance abuse, alcohol, or um, drugs, or whatever it might be, is it appropriate to talk from the bottom if you see your dominant has a problem? I mean, I think in any relationship, if you're noticing that your partner has a substance abuse problem of any variety, you should absolutely do what you can to help. I would guess they're going to want the help or nothing's going to happen. I mean, you can try. That's a, that's a nasty, a nasty road to navigate. I can't imagine. I'm so thankful to not be in that situation or not have to worry about that. That would be very rough. And I would think that in a dom-sub situation or in a female-led relationship, if the female is the one that is struggling with some sort of substance abuse, it's very hard to navigate how to approach that. Even in a traditional relationship, it would be hard. I would suspect it would be a little bit harder because you have already established this boundary. And I would guess it's going to get thrown in your face a little bit. But 
I could be wrong. The final one that I was kind of thinking of, I think Fifty Shades of Grey kind of came to my mind with this one, and I hate to associate that with this, but in the books, I don't recall the movies, in the books, you know, it talks about how he makes her go to the gym and work out and take good care of herself and eat healthy and all of those things. I can see part of that. Like I, you know, my subby has high blood pressure and I mean, he's not old, but he's older. Should I maybe be more controlling and control what he eats and what he consumes for caffeine? I mean, thankfully he doesn't smoke, very rarely drinks. I mean, his biggest addiction is probably Mountain Dew. And I don't even know how addicted really he is to that. I think it's just a habit. Like he is so used to just having one while he's working or whatever. Well, and obviously I'm the dominant, I'm in control. So do I control what he eats? Like I kind of have an issue with that. And I think that goes back to childhood because I grew up being told that I was fat my entire fucking life. Like, well, and I shouldn't say my entire life. It was my stepmom. It was never my mom. My stepmom was evil. I'm not skinny and I'm okay with that, but I'm also built like my dad. I'm very broad. I have broad shoulders. I'm big boned and I fucking hate that term, but I am. That's just who I am. So I will never be a size six and I'm totally fine with that. I'm not totally fine with my head sometimes looks ginormous, but that's a whole nother topic. So growing up, my stepmother would limit what I was allowed to eat at supper while everybody else got to eat whatever they wanted. And as much as they wanted, I was not allowed a whole lot of snacks. I don't know. It's just, I really have a, a issue with controlling what my subby can eat and what he can't eat. And I know it's for his health, but just something from my past that's probably bled into this. And I don't know that I would be comfortable with that, which would also complicate if he was going to like, say I had heart problems or say I was having health issues and I needed to change my diet. Should he be able to be a little bit more controlling about what I eat? And again, I don't know if I would call that topping from the bottom, but you know, is that just spousal support or what, what would that be considered? I would sure hope. And I think he would find a way to go about taking control if something was wrong with me and I needed to change habits. I have a very addictive personality. And I mean, the best way to explain that is Netflix. If there's a show that I like, I will binge the whole fucking thing and nothing will get accomplished until that show is done. And that's kind of my personality. If there's something that I enjoy, I will do it and continue to do it till I don't enjoy it. And then I'll move on to something else. I mean, I think that's a pretty accurate, I guess my subby would agree with me on that. I would think that in our situation, if something was wrong with me or like I needed to make a a change to my daily routine or my daily habits or eating habits, eating habits would be very touchy. I think that he would tactfully find a way to do that. He would tactfully find a way to help guide me because at the end of the day, he's my partner. If I was struggling with health issues or something like that, I would absolutely expect my subby to step up and help me. He knows me better than anyone. He knows what my habits are. He knows 
I think he is probably the most qualified person to help me. And I'm trying to think of other situations. You know, I had, this is interesting because I had somebody email me and they were talking about when they started their dynamic, the wife was dominant and he was submissive. And then they kind of switched roles. He's more of a switch and she's more comfortable as a submissive. However, he enjoyed certain aspects of her being the dominant. And how do you get someone who is submissive to step into a dominant role? And that's a tricky question because again, it relates to the topping from the bottom. You So do you go into this and say, I want you to be the dominant. I'm going to be the submissive. Here's what I want you to do so that the first thing that came to my mind is you sit down, you have a conversation And if she is used to being the submissive, then do you create a scene of some variety where you can achieve what you're looking for out of her being a dominant, for example, a pegging session or some variety like that or whatever. So then do you sit down, do you have the conversation and you tell her, this is the scene, this is how it's going to go. This is what I want. You add to it, whatever feels right to you. Would that be topping from the bottom? Would that in turn make her more uncomfortable and less like a dominant because you are telling her what to do? Or would she find it comforting and she's still able to be in her submissive role? You've given her a guideline of what you're looking for, but giving her some control and freedom to make it her own. I mean, I guess it really depends on the dynamic and I think you would have to have a com- you would have to have a conversation. Obviously, communication is key on you know how that would make her feel if you were to guide her in that part of it, but still give her the freedom to be the dominant that she wants to be. Or maybe you just sit down and you have a conversation where you say, "Hey, I'd really like you to peg me while I'm caged." How do you would you feel comfortable with that? And how do you suppose we go about it? Do you have any interest in taking the dominant role during something like that and really feel out how she reacts to that? Obviously, at the end of the day, you want to make sure you're both on the same page and you don't want your partner to be uncomfortable, either one of them. I don't know if I would consider it if you were to to create a scene. I don't know if I would consider it topping from the bottom. If you tell her, this is what I want out of this scene. I would like to be pegged well caged and then give her the freedom to be dominant and do what she likes. I mean, if you've had dominant play in the past, she's probably, I mean, if you've got a long-term relationship, she probably knows what you like and maybe she will put into play some of the things you've done to her that she enjoys to see if you enjoy. It's just, I think it takes a lot of communication. I don't know if I would consider that topping from the bottom. Again, everybody's dynamic is so different. If my subby was to come to me and say, I'd really like to dominate you in this aspect. Like I would like to spank you with the flogger, or I would like to spank you with the riding crop. And I would like to have a scene where I was able to just take control of you. I don't know that I would really take that as topping from the bottom. I would be very happy that he felt comfortable enough to come to me and talk to me about what he's interested in exploring. Me as a submissive, I don't know. I mean, I didn't hate 
when I had him spank me with the flogger? Nope. Riding crop. I do. I don't, I don't like pain. And he did it just gentle enough that I do enjoy the tingling as the blood rushes to the surface and the redness. I do enjoy that. I don't want anything that takes my breath away. I've had people slap my ass so hard it takes my breath away. And I fucking hate that. And that was totally off on a rampage. So I don't know. I don't know if I would, I don't know how I would react if my subby was to come to me and say that he would like to take a dominant role for a specific activity. That's an interesting thought. Going back to, you know, taking control of the finances or if you have a partner, if your dominant partner is struggling with addiction of some variety or a health issue and isn't taking care of themselves the way you know the doctors need them to or need her to specifically because we're talking about female-led relationships. I don't know if I would consider that topping from the bottom. I think that's just generally a husband caring about his wife and trying to help her make better decisions. Of course, that's going to be controversial, but it is what it is. The financial part, some people just don't want to deal with it. And if the female or the dominant in the relationship is like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to do it. Delegate it. Delegate it to your partner and then have guidelines that still gives you control, but has them doing the legwork, having them doing, you know, whatever needs to be done with the finances, but everything has to pass through you. Like you can have, do people still balance their checkbooks? I don't, we don't probably should. But you know, if you have investments or things like that, or stock market things or whatever, whatever it is that need monitoring, delegate that to your partner. If it's something you're not interested in doing, and then just have that you have, have a weekly meeting. Here's where we're at with the finances and your submissive can ask you for guidance. And if you don't feel qualified or interested in offering guidance, you know, the dominant can be like, okay, what's your plan to fix that problem? And be like, okay, that sounds great. I would love feedback from you if you have something to comment on the topping from the bottom, or if you're in a dynamic where it's a little bit of a, more of an untraditional submissive role, or if the dominant has in fact delegated something to you as a submissive, I would love to hear how that works. And if you have any tips or tricks on how to navigate when topping from the bottom is relevant or needed, whatever the case may be. It's an interesting topic. In my opinion, at the end of the day, topping from the bottom might be necessary. Again, I don't know if I would consider it topping from the bottom, but I think a number one goal in any relationship is the well-being of each other and taking care of each other and recognizing your own faults or your own it can be a lack of interest or an inability to even want to handle something. And you should be able to lean on your partner, whether they're submissive or dominant. You should be there for each other. I hope some of my rambling was of some assistance to you, anyone out there, or you found it even somewhat interesting. I mean, sometimes my train wreck podcasts are fun. I'm hoping that next week my subby will be back with me. I have no idea what we will talk about. If you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear, hit me up. And if anyone is interested in connecting one-on-one via phone, you should definitely check out Owl. Have a fantastic week. Be a good human being. Stay safe. Stay healthy. 
and chat soon. Love you. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other. So, um, yeah. Well, should I do this in the Brittany voice? Uh, the whole podcast? Do you think anybody would want to listen to it if I talk like this? Uh,